Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wiesrak. I'm here with my special guest, Brandon. P- okay, pronounce your last name for me. It's Peel. Peel. Okay, I was going to say that right then. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at. It, I was like, no, it can't be this simple. But you do a little bit of everything. It all circle circles around one main thing. And what is that one main thing? It's purpose. I uh, I believe purpose is our birthright, and I'm committed to every human being knowing who they are and making their highest contribution in this life. Cool. So you went from jail to Stanford. How did that happen? <laughs> well, um, I had a very, what you call, what they used to say, misspent youth where um, I didn't know my purpose, and nobody around me did. I grew up in the Midwest in the 1980s, and it just wasn't part of the conversation. It was just be a good Christian, marry your college sweetheart, get a job, move to the suburbs, make some more humans, move to Florida, and die. That was kind of the thing. And I found that to be really unimaginative and not very inspiring, Um, and unfortunately, I didn't have anyone around me to say, well, maybe you have a different path or maybe you have a purpose that needs exploring. So I tried to basically numb out and ended up partying quite a bit in my uh, late teens and early 20s where I went to jail a lot. I got arrested in six different states before I was like 27, 28. And not that those experiences uh, were any kind of like hitting bottom or anything. Mm -hmm. But by my late 20s, I started to finally ask the questions and entered into a number of personal development programs, uh, meditation retreats, going to India, doing therapy, men's circles, personal development seminars, and working with coaches, and started to finally get that who I had become was really not who I was. And in my early 30s, began working with a purpose guide to discover what that actually meant. And it was literally the most profound, uh, enlightening experience of my life, where I got that I had something unique to do here on this planet. So ever since then, I've been totally crazy, like off the wall crazy about purpose uh, and wanting to have everyone have the same privilege to make their highest contribution. So you went to college. Mm-hmm. What came next? Did you become the entrepreneur first or the best-selling author first? <laughs> uh, actually, after college, I entered into the world of high finance and started investment banking and then worked for a couple startups. But it was actually in graduate school, so I went to business school at Columbia, New York. And I took a personal development course there that began my journey. I I just saw how profoundly ignorant I was of everything. I didn't know myself. I didn't know really how the world worked and was essentially a one-dimensional party boy. And that's when I, I kind of pulled the, the ripcord on you know, that whole American success model. I said, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't work hard, play hard all the time. I, I've got to do something that matters. 
So I moved to the Bay Area, and that's where I began my journey doing personal and spiritual development work. Awesome. So we're doing personal and spiritual development. Then you get into going to international speaking about personal development, correct? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I, I didn't be you know, set out to become a, uh, a speaker or anything like that. I just started working with people and started helping them discover their purpose. And I got trained at the Purpose Guides Institute where uh, we you learn very specific methods for how to do that and how to help people break through all the fear and the resistance to their own purpose. Even though that's what they want, part of them doesn't want that. It just wants to, you know, keep the wheels on the bus. You got it good. Don't upset the apple cart and just put one foot in front of the other. I, by the way, I think I was a record for the most number of cliches I've used in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We do that, right? Authors are allowed to do that. I mean, seriously. If you don't use a cliche uh, in a sentence, then, you know. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. Um but, but yeah, so I started working with executives and leaders who wanted to make their highest contribution, who were tired of just kind of making rich people richer and wanted to do something that mattered for people or the environment. And uh, after know, a few years of that, started to see possibilities for how to scale this, how to actually create purpose as the new normal through online purpose programs, through writing books, through giving keynotes and of assembling an army of other people who do this work, who help uh, folks discover their purpose. So um, we formed an organization called the Global Purpose Leaders, and you can check us out online. It's globalpurposeleaders.org. Uh, and it's all people who share the same commitment, who work with different populations, whether they're school-age kids or executives or people in religions or retirees, divorcees, who all do the same thing, who help people discover the life they're truly meant to live. That is awesome. And through your work, you've been able to help so many people. You've been in organizations that, such as LinkedIn, Johnson & Johnson, the U.S. Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been through all these different places being able to help so many different people through those organizations. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what... What is the name of your book called? It's called Planet on Purpose, like Planet Earth on Purpose. And it's it intended uh, to be basically an introduction to what purpose is for the modern you know, urban professional. So we begin by exploring the science of it. So there's a, an incredible amount of science uh, that suggests purpose is literally a, like one of the top best practices for living life. Uh, and most of that research I actually make available publicly on scienceofpurpose.org uh, that a couple of colleagues and I, we curate that. So basically it's inviting people to consider that the key to the career they want, a life they love, is through self-awareness by understanding their unique contribution on this planet. And then the book takes folks on a journey where they get to explore what it feels like to discover their purpose. They see the pathway. And then the back half of the book looks at, well, now what's possible? Let's say we give everybody access to their purpose. What kind of world would we create? 
And so it looks at some of the political and economic structures that would need to shift so that we make purpose the default. So that's expected that you know your purpose as opposed to it being this, you know, coastal <laughs> hippie oddity thing uh, where it's like, no, you're a human being. You should know your purpose. Like, let's help you find it. Right. We all assume that we know our purpose in life. Truth is, we have to find that purpose. Sometimes it takes a medical issue to find your purpose mm-hmm. because this forces you on the path that you're supposed to be on. And other mm-hmm. times, you need to go to a coach, life coach, a business coach, a mentor, someone to help you find that per- that path. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you brought up a really good point. Uh, health issues often tend to be a powerful doorway for this journey, uh, as can changes in relationship status. So partner dies, you get a divorce, you know, changes in job status, um, you know, losing a loved one. These types of uh, moments are, evoke that question. And we're actually experiencing a kind of a collective relationship status change right now with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People are asking themselves in a brand new way, do I even want to go back to normal? Like, did normal really even work for me? Uh, and a lot of folks are saying no. They're like, it, I, I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the work I did. I didn't like the community I was in. I didn't like the flow of life. Like, this, there has to be more because now we all have this beautiful opportunity to reflect on who we are as individuals but as a community and a society. So there's a lot of people coming into this question right now. Exactly. I mean, it's a really good time to find yourself. It's a very bad time if you look at it day-to-day daunting negativity. Right. But at the same time, if you're looking to find yourself, now's the time to do it. Yeah, a lot of people have unemployment benefits and payroll protection and, you know, some spare time that they didn't have before because they were commuting two hours a day. Right. Now folks actually have the opportunity to you know, spend some time in nature or go work with a, a trained purpose coach and reflect and journal, meditate, and ask themselves what really fulfills them. Exactly. I mean... Do you really want to drive two hours to work or an hour to work, an <laughs> hour back from work? Do you want to invent something? Do you want to write a book? What do you want to do? Exactly. Exactly. It's not what we want you to do. What do you want mm-hmm. to do? Exactly. And to be truthful, I do want people to find their purpose. <laughs> It's not. I don't. I don't. I don't have a crystal ball to tell them what it is, but I really do want that because I know the pain of living without it, and yes. all the fear and self doubt and the numbing and and the distraction that we we do to fill that purpose sized hole. And it, it there's never enough. We can never actually fill it with anything other than purpose. Exactly, and it's. It took a medical life-changing event for me to find writing. It Mm. took me interviewing a life coach to find meaning. Mm. Those were years apart from each other, but there's little steps 
along the way that put people like yourself in my path to point me to where I needed to be. Yes, there are guides. There are mentors along the way for sure. I'm a strong believer people come into your life at a certain time to guide you. Either Mm -hmm. they're going to be there to teach your lesson, they are the lesson, or they're there to point you to the lesson. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I've had many, and I'm very grateful for them. (laughs) Yes. We're grateful for all the lessons we learn. may not be grateful in that moment, but we are grateful for the people. Yeah. Well said. So, do you have any other books coming out other than the first one? Uh, I've actually written uh, two books and co-written two other ones. Um, But nothing in the works. Right now, I'm mostly focused on... pulling the levers of change so that, because there's so many great books on purpose out there. Um, I, my colleagues, uh, the Global Purpose Leaders, we've written at least a dozen or so. Um, and there's, if you go on Amazon, you type in purpose, you're going to come up with 10,000 different titles. Right. So writing books about purpose is not the bottleneck, is not, is not like the key leverage point. Mm-hmm. Key leverage point is to get purpose where it ain't. And that's right. in schools, in companies, in communities, in churches. And uh, to basically provide people with a, a proven pathway to discover who they really are. So my day job, I work with a company called ION, and we do this with organizations um, who already invest in developing their people. And they know that they can have happier, more engaged, and fulfilled employees if they give them an opportunity to bring their purpose to work. So that's what I do during the day, and then I also do things like this where I get to share share the purpose gospel with you and <laughs> your listeners. Exactly. It's sharing things, teaching people, do your speaking, get to the engagement and eventually get you in schools because if we can start early finding purpose, then we mm-hmm. don't have to find it later on. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is you're always rediscovering purpose, and it's not a one-and-done thing, um, as I'm sure you've discovered. Like Working with a guide or doing a program gets you to a really powerful, solid foundation. But what it does is it awakens your ability to listen to your higher guidance, whether you want to call that soul or your higher self or you know, true purpose. And so that, that part of you always has new information, like new ways for you to express what it is that's really yours to do. So for me, you know, it's moved from guiding to programs to books and keynotes to organizational activation to, you know, political, economic structures that empower purpose. And yours might, you know, will likely do it too. It'll, it'll keep shifting. Yeah, everything shifts every moment of every day. My life today is shifting in directions I never thought possible. In short term, it looks horrible. Long term, it looks great. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it, that, that's how... 
life works. Yep. And it works a lot easier when you have access to that inner guidance. It, it just, I know in the short term this is a short-term problem. In the long term, mm-hmm. it's not even a problem mm-hmm. because I've had those mentors teach me that. Mm-hmm. And every problem has a solution. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So everything is just re- evolving. What is mm-hmm. mountain today, when you look back on it, is grain of sand. <laughs> yeah, that is the privilege of uh, hindsight. It's like, oh, yeah, that's why I had to do that and learn that lesson. Exactly. It's it's learning the lessons and moving on. If you stay in the lesson and never move past it, you're not really learning anything. That's absolutely true. There are people can get, and I've done it myself. I, I, there's still a few lessons I keep relearning. Um, I make progress, but I don't fully get the lesson. Um, so it is, uh, it, whether you want to call it the cosmic joke or just the nature of being a human being, you're always learning lessons newly. Exactly. And the beauty is, even when you're 90 years old, you're still learning lessons. We mm-hmm. learn. My grandmother learns lessons from my daughter, as an example. Great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's a little daunting because Grandma also has memory problems. So sometimes we take the lesson <laughs> three and four days at a time, but at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I've had people in my programs that are in their 90s and people in their teens. I mean, uh, your your heart will know when it's time to do some more work to get more clarity. And so that's why there's all these great tools and guides and resources to help help you and everybody else on their journey. Exactly. Right. From books to keynote speakers to take – actually, there's so many – uh, speaking engagements right now going on with the lockdown for keynote mm-hmm. speakers doing podcasts and stuff for mm-hmm. people to take to learn to get the information out there. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of a it's kind of a boom time for uh, digital uh, gospel. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there saying a lot of things, which is great. Um, I was in a conference a couple weeks, well, a couple weekends ago with Bill Blazer, who's a keynote speaker on personal mm-hmm. development and business growth. Mm-hmm. It, it's just there's so much information out there. We have to get people to the information. Now, what they mm-hmm. do with the information, that's completely on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the like, information is a key piece of it. You know, if you reflect on the the Joseph Campbell hero's journey, there's always some new piece of information that reveals that you need to go on a journey. And it could be sitting in a seminar or listening to a podcast or something like that. But you also need guidance on that journey because I've yet to meet a single person who has activated their purpose by themselves. 
they're always, you know, mentors, aunties, grandparents, teachers, uh, coaches who they rely on to provide critical reflection and to help structure the inquiry because uh, it's, it's, it's mind-numbing, right? Because I remember when I first started, I didn't have any guides. I was like, oh, I want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, how? You know, I, so I just did the needle in a haystack approach. And I think a lot of people uh, try that. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm pro-education, so maybe I'll become a teacher, which is what I did. Uh, or like, I'm pro-environment, so I'm going to go work in renewable energy. I did that one too. Or I'm pro uh, the reformation of capitalism, so I'll start a nonprofit. Did that one too. I, I just kept trying different things. But none of them were actually what I was supposed to be doing until I got help, until I got guidance from somebody who had been on the journey before me, knew what I was experiencing, and knew how to guide me in terms of what exercises to do or what um, you know, different conversations to have. Um, so it's, I, I wish it was something we could just kind of create an app for, but it really does require trust and guidance. Right, and it takes more than one mentor sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had several. I have. I'm, I'm blessed. I have three that I talk to almost daily. Nice. And if it wasn't for them, my path would have stopped. Um, let's see, three years ago? Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have found my mentors, if I wouldn't have had these wonderful angels cross my path, <laughs> I would have been stuck because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to grow. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that's really, you know, so important for, for people to get that your path is going to put those people in front of you. You, you don't necessarily... Um, A, have to go it alone, or B, you know, sit around wondering where your mentors are. Because my invitation to any, anybody who's listening is to think about the people who have figured out how to live their own life without, you know, sacrificing, you know, who they are or, um, you know, diminishing themselves in any way. They're around. You can find them in every community. You'll always find people who have, you know, quote, unquote, made it, not necessarily success, like in terms of, you know, monetary success, but people who are just self-possessed, who are like mm-hmm. in their own skin, rooted in the earth. And there's, the, the beautiful thing is like once somebody is in that place, in addition to their own purpose, they also want to help other people become themselves. So the, the mentors are, are, they're out there. You just got to go up to them and say, hey, <laughs> can we talk? Right. It's just, you have to reach out to people. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're reaching out to them over a phone, Internet. LinkedIn is a wealth of informa- information if you're on there. If you're an mm-hmm. author and you're looking for a mentor, find other authors that are best-selling authors. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. Use it. Yeah. I, I spend a, a good amount of my time encouraging my fellow purpose guides to write their books and to launch their programs. 
and you know, it's not, I don't get paid for that. I just, I'm just like, yeah, I want you to be successful. We're, we're on the same mission. I care about you. Let me, let me share with you what, you know, the mistakes I made and what works best. Right. I do this with authors, publishers all the time. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you get better than me. Outgrow Mm. me. Don't ever say it with one mentor because you need to grow. Mm -hmm. So this is what you do. Then you bounce and round to different mentors or you add mentors. Mm. You don't have to get rid of a mentor. You just add another one. Mhm. Yeah. That, and pretty soon you have a Rolodex. Hey, I need a suggestion or think it up out of the box on this problem, or I need to think out of box on this problem. Now you have a Rolodex, and ninety percent of our teams don't know what a Rolodex is, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> or a phone book full of people mm-hmm. that you can contact when you need a sounding board. Mhm. Absolutely. So since this half hour has went so insanely fast, (laughs) where can our listeners find you one more time? Yeah, so the best place where you could essentially find everything I'm up to is my personal website, which is brandonpeel.com, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-P-E-E-L-E. And there I have all my kind of projects and working groups and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and if you're interested in just kind of learning about the science of purpose, you can check out scienceofpurpose.org. Or if you want to go find a talented guide, you can check out globalpurposeleaders.org. Thank you so much for being on the show today and spreading your message because that's what we need right now. Mm. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And everyone, pick up the book, go on the website, and check it out. We all need mentors right now, especially in this crazy time. We all have a path. We just have to find it. And again, thank thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Have a nice day. Will do. Thank you.